The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Thursday the 23rd of January. In your Squeeze today, Kaufland exits Australia before it even arrives. The coronavirus death toll rises. The Monty Python team loses one of its own. And equality in country music. This is your Squeeze today. A retail story to kick off today, Claire, Kaufland, which is like a German version of of Costco, was all set to open up to 30 stores here in Australia. But yesterday they announced they pulled the plug entirely. Yeah, plenty of people were really surprised about that given they've already invested uh, more than $300 million in store sites and distribution centres and were set to put even more in. Uh, it was surprising to their employees who just last week were advertising for roles. Uh, but Frank Schumann, who is the chief executive of Kaufland International, said that they wanted to focus on their European operations, which is where they're based. They have 1,300 stores with with 132,000 employees based in Europe and they're not operational in any other jurisdictions. So they wanted to say thank you, but they just weren't going to make the stretch across to Australia. 200 staff here in Australia already. What does the decision say about the retail market here in Australia? It's just really hard for retailers. Uh, There's been plenty of news over the last uh, couple of years of particularly Australian fashion retailers going under. Uh, Consumer sentiment is really difficult. There was a 1.8% fall for January. Those were new numbers out yesterday. And when you look across the year, consumer sentiment is down quite a bit. So it seems that on top of uh, Aussies not really wanting to shop all that much, uh, particularly locally, there was a big hill for them to climb if they were going to open here in Australia. On the flip side, I guess that news was likely very welcomed by our other big retailers. For example, Woolies and Coles saw share price bumps when it was announced. Uh, The death toll from the coronavirus continues to rise, Claire. 17 people now have been reported dead and at least 540 are infected across China. All those reported deaths have happened in uh, Wuhan. The advice from Chinese officials is not to travel there. That's just happened in uh, the last 12 hours or so. They've also announced a nationwide screening effort in China to try and contain the spread of the virus. It's a really critical time there because the Lunar New Year sees millions of people travel, some really big concerns about that. What about in Australia, the Brisbane man who was thought to perhaps have the virus got the all clear yesterday? Are we in the clear? Thumbs up for him, yeah. which is very good news for Australia and for him personally, no doubt. Uh, yeah, Australian officials are saying that um, they're on it. They've got all of the contingencies in place, uh, that we're not still at risk, but we're very much uh, looking at what we need to do to make sure that we contain it as much as possible. Bridget McKenzie is Australia's sports minister and deputy leader of the National Party. Recently, she's been making news in regards to sports grants given in the lead up to the federal election, the accusation being that she favoured grant applications in coalition seats. And Scott Morrison yesterday has sent it off to the ref uh, for review. So I see what you did there. 
Well done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks so much. <laughs> the head of the Prime Minister's Department is going to have a look uh, at whether she has breached any ministerial standards. Uh, of course, Anthony Albanese, the Labor leader, and others are really calling on Mackenzie to resign following her administration of those grants and the audit report that has been released saying that uh, she mishandled it. And down to Melbourne now, back in 2017, Belle Gibson was found to have misled the public through sales of a book and an app that falsely claimed she'd cured her brain cancer through alternative therapies and nutrition. It was later found that she never had cancer. Now her home has been raided, Claire. The Victorian Consumer Affairs Department took her to court over that uh, breach of consumer laws by making those claims and she was fined $410,000. She didn't pay that fine and it's since been increased to $500,000 and they're still pursuing her to pay that fine, which is why these raids happened yesterday to seize her assets. Uh, Consumer Affairs Victoria says that they're committed to recovering the debt and they're going to keep going. And another story that sort of throws back to a couple of years ago, Jamal Khashoggi was killed by a hit squad inside the Saudi consulate in Turkey back in October 2018. It was thought to be done at the demand of the Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman. At the time, Khashoggi was working as a journalist for the Washington Post, which is owned by Jeff Bezos, which brings us to today's update. Yeah, that was a very good segue into that. Bit of background uh, he's on of that course, one. Yeah. yeah, that's right. He's, of course, the Amazon billionaire and uh, apparently a forensic look at his phone after some rather intimate uh, photos of him were leaked to the National Enquirer found that a WhatsApp message that he received from the Crown Prince could have have contained malware that hacked the phone, uh, taking those uh, photos, but potentially even having some sort of link to that Khashoggi murder. So the United Nations wants to know more. They're particularly interested in that uh, very grisly episode. That's because an investigation into that murder has been led by the UN. And some news that's come out this morning. Terry Jones, a member of the Monty Python comedy team, has died, Claire. He was 77 years old and had a rare form of dementia. His co-stars have gushed about his talent and also about what a great guy he was. Michael Palin uh, described him as the funniest writer and performer of his generation in that comedy genre. Uh, He directed The Holy Grail. He directed The Life of Brian, uh, very iconic comedy films from that time. I particularly like John Cleese's line, which is um, two down, four to go of the Monty Python troupe. Still got a sense of (laughs) humour. It sure do. And to some music news now, CMT, Country Music Television in the US, has announced it will start playing music videos from male and female artists equally, effective immediately, Claire. It had a previous policy of a 40-60 split in favour of the blokes, but it's been asked quite repeatedly of late why there isn't a gender balance given there's fantastic female country music artists, uh, not just in the States but around the world. So that shift, uh, though, doesn't really uh, fall in line with what's happening more broadly in the music industry uh, when you get into the trends, uh, not just in country, but hip hop, R&B and pop, um, it's male artists that are still dominating. And I guess that's the chicken and egg conversation. Is it because they're not getting played or is it because 
that's what people prefer. Exactly right. I'm really hoping the song lyric today is a country song. (laughs) No, it's not. I'm sorry. And a female one at that. (laughs) No, isn't that terrible? It's really not. Uh, Come on. Although it is a a good song with a female artist. Um, I've gone for the classic hit, Danke schön, darling, danke schön. It's a good one for Cowfland, as they say. Auf Wiedersehen. Yeah, there they go. Danke schön means thank you very much. Um, finally, we dropped our shortcut on Harry and Meghan's new arrangements today. That'll step you through how that all works. It also answers those broader questions and certainly the questions we had, like what it actually means to be a senior royal, how the royal family are funded and how they work with the media. Check that out by searching for shortcuts in your podcast app or via our website. We'll wrap it up there. Claire, Larissa is back on the podcast with you tomorrow morning. I'll be back for my final week next week before heading off on maternity leave. And of course, next week we launch our new daily news podcast, Squeeze Kids, specifically designed for 8 to 12-year-olds. More details on that in your episode notes. Enjoy your Thursday. That's all from us. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. Message now from our podcast partner, BHP. The steel made from iron ore plays an important role in providing the production of our energy infrastructure, from wind turbines to power poles. So, cutting carbon emissions in iron ore production is key. It's why BHP has committed to a solar and battery agreement to help power its port facilities at Port Headland. It's happening now at BHP. 